This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and welcome to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about five places where you can get publicity if you have got a pet business and you provide a service for pet business owners. So by providing a service, I mean if you are a dog groomer or a dog walker or trainer, or perhaps you've got a cattery or a boarding kennels, or perhaps you work as a pet sitter or you provide some other kind of service to pet owners, we're going to talk about what it is, um, places where you can go to to get publicity for your business. And the reason why I'm recording this episode is a couple of weeks ago, I did a Twitter chat. Um, there's a new Twitter hour called Pet Working Hour. Um, and in there, I was doing a bit of a Q&A where I was talking about the different places where people can get publicity. And a few people who had pet service businesses said that they wouldn't know where to start. They wanted to kind of pitch to the media, but they didn't know where they would go or um, you know, the kind of places that they could potentially approach who might be interested in doing a story about them. So I thought what I would do is record an entire podcast episode on this topic. I'm also covering it now. Um, So this podcast is going out in the first week of September and I'm doing it ahead of my Publicity for Pet Businesses Challenge. So um, what happens is this starts on the 14th to the 18th of September in 2020, if you're listening in the future. And it's a five-day challenge. And what happens is every single day you get given a different task and that will take you one step closer to getting publicity for your pet business. Um, One of the one of the daily tasks is to actually find different places where you can pitch to so that could be like a radio station a magazine it might be two different newspapers that are kind of close to where you are so I thought if I do this podcast then it will give people um, people who are kind of stuck for ideas a couple of pointers on places that they can approach when it comes to getting publicity so now on for the main part of the show what I'm going to do is I'm going to look at um, we're going to look at service providers and the difference between the kind of publicity they should be looking to get compared to product businesses. So if you are providing a service to local pet owners in your town or village or city, wherever you live, um, while it's really lovely to get um, get publicity in really prestigious publications, you know, you might want to be in, you know, Your Dog magazine or in The Telegraph or The Daily Mail, that's fantastic. But the really important thing that you need to be doing is reaching pet owners in your community who are going to ring you up and who are going to book you to walk their dog or to go and, you know, groom their cat or to look after their pet when they go on holiday. So it's really important to be hitting those local publications as well. In this episode, I'm going to talk about a couple of examples of people who've done this, who've done it really, really well and how it's really helped their business. Um, And I'm also going to give you lots of different ideas of different places that you can go to locally where you can get publicity and you can hopefully reach more people. When it comes to if the the reason why I'm doing this specifically for service providers is it's different if you've got a product business because you can ship that product all over the world. So Yes, it's brilliant to get publicity locally. It's really good for you to be visible in your local community because you want people who live near you to know about who you are and to recommend you. And you may also want to maybe go and collaborate with other local businesses. So if, for example, you're a pet product maker, you might have your products in um, in like a gift shop or something like that. So it's great to be known locally, but you can also be known nationally and internationally as well. 
Whereas with the service providers, I think it's really important for people who, you know, people who are going to be crossing in the street, people who shop in the same supermarket as you, to know who you are and for you to be visible in more local publications rather than aiming for the nationals. Um, so as a freelance journalist, um, you know, my main, my, the main outlets I write for are the national media. Um, but when I'm doing coaching for pet business service providers or pet pet service providers even, um, I would always encourage them to um, consider local publications. And that's what I'm going to be doing on the challenge. So what I'm going to do in this episode is go through five different options that you've got. And then hopefully that will give you something to think about. And if you are taking part in the challenge, then um, you can maybe start doing some research now. So when you come to the task in a couple of weeks time, you've, you've got all of that ready to go. So the first place I would suggest that you try and get publicity if you are a if you have a pet business and you provide a service for local um, pet parents in your area is your local newspaper. Um, so local newspapers are always looking for stories, of people doing something interesting or people doing things for their community, um, you know, from the communities that they serve. So it's a really, really great idea to have a look through your local newspapers and to start thinking about where your pet business could fit in. Are there any kind of regular slots that you could maybe fit into? Are there any community pages? Are there any stories in there that you can look at and think, actually, you know, I could, that's something that I could um, do. I could do something similar to that for my business. So for example, I've just done a, um, I've just done a question and answer session for a media outlet and it's called the lessons I've learned now that's the kind of thing that quite often people have in local newspapers as well so there might be like a lessons I've learned slot or a day in the life slot that you could fit into um, they there may also be pages that are dedicated to different areas of the town or city where you live so I know I've talked about this on the podcast before but if you if it's the first time you've listened um, I used to work on the Warrington Guardian which is a local newspaper in Cheshire and I worked on the Lim, Grappenhall and Thelwall page. That was my dedicated district. So every week I would have to fill that page. I would have to have main stories. So that would be the page lead. And then I'd have to have lots of shorter stories, which are sometimes known as fillers or nibs um, that would go around the page. And I would get those stories from all kinds of different people. I get them from like the local councillors, I get them from looking on notice boards, I get them from going to council meetings, I get them from people who I just knew who lived in the village villages and who would tell me things um, about things that were going on. It might be a sports team that had done really well, it might be you know a dog that had won at Crufts, I could put that on my local district page. So with your local paper, have a really good look through it and try and think of the different places that you can fit your stories about your business into. Um, and there may also be more than one local paper in the area that you cover as well. So one of the ladies who's in my membership, a lady called Karen Boyce, she is brilliant. Um, she is, has managed to cultivate such a great relationship with her local newspaper that literally every time something happens in her business, she gets coverage and she's done so, so well. So she's over in Wales and she's got like the Shropshire Star and she's got the, I think it's the Wales Leader Um that she works with and she's had loads of coverage in in both of them um so what happens is every time she's got a story she's got a list of different local newspaper contacts who she then goes and approaches with it and that's led to loads of really great local coverage for her um and the impact of this has, has led to things like you know when she launched her puppy classes at the beginning of january this year 2020 obviously before covid um shut everything down um she had I think she had like over 50 people register for her puppy classes and it was because she'd been so visible in her local paper 
And they even did a story about the fact that she had 50 people, over 50 puppies register for their classes. Um, she had a story in there a couple of weeks ago about um, National Dog Photography Day. So she went on her Facebook page and she said, have you, um, have you any photos to celebrate National Dog Photography Day? So loads of her followers got in touch and sent her pictures of their dogs enjoying the day. And she sent those to the local paper. So she got some more coverage. So she's just done so brilliantly. And every because she's had so much co coverage in her local paper, every time somebody's maybe talking about, you know, asking for a recommendation for a dog trainer, or they're looking for support, if they're looking through the local paper, if they're Googling, because obviously it goes in the paper and online as well, then they're going to come across Karen because her name just keeps coming up over and over again. So your first port of call will be the local paper. So if you don't read newspapers, and that's absolutely fine because I know a lot of people don't anymore, I am like a dinosaur really because I still love buying newspapers. If you don't read them, don't worry, go out and, you know, go to your local news agent. Or another thing I would suggest that you do is go to like local coffee shops or have a look in the doctors and dentists, places like that. And you might find um, find local papers there. You may also find free newspapers as well. These are another great outlet for you to go and get coverage in. So you've got the paid for local newspapers and then you've got your free local newspapers as well. And you will often find these. Um, you might even find them in the pet shop, actually. Um, where I live, there was South Warrington News and that was another free paper that people could just pick up wherever they find it. Um, but every week, every every um, every month even, sorry, they would be looking for stories. Um, they'd have a huge newspaper to fill. So if you've got a great story there, you can go and get in touch with them and you can go and get some coverage, which is going to be seen by tens of thousands of people. So that's really, um, it's a really great way to make your business visible. And, and also, you know, if you've got a great story there as well, it doesn't have to cost you anything. So that's my first suggestion. It would be to go to your local newspaper. So the second place I would suggest that you try is your local magazine. So every, every wherever I go, I always kind of have a good look around to see um, what local magazines are available. So like where I used to live in Cheshire, we would have... Um, in Warrington, we'd have Warrington Worldwide, we'd have Lim Life, we'd have Lim Pages. Uh, we had um, another another smaller magazine called um i think it was called limb directory and it was just a small magazine with lots of different features in there about different businesses and people would pick them up and go and read them um, they'd read them if they were in the doctors or the dentist or wherever they were or they'd take them home and they also got put through people's letterboxes as well now a great way that you can find out about these magazines is if say for example you're a dog walker when you go and collect the dogs that you walk you probably see the post when you open the door, don't you? So actually, obviously, I'm not saying to go through people's posts, but you will see the different uh, magazine that might be put through the door. So if you find a magazine that's been put through one of your client's doors, make a note of it, go and get yourself a copy of it from somewhere, find out where you can get one or get in touch with the magazine directly. And then that's something you can do a little bit of research on and think about whether or whether you, you know, whether you can see your business in there. So that's a really great um, way of finding out what magazines are in your local area by actually looking and seeing what is on the doormat when you go and pick up the dogs. Um, so another one of the ladies in my membership, Jude, who runs Park Life Honiton, she did this brilliant article in a local magazine and it was about this lovely little Patterdale terrier called Magnus and it was in there she talked about what it was like for Magnus when she when she first started working with him and the he had a few behavioural problems and how he has changed and 
she talked about like how much he loves going on her walks and there was like loads of lovely photos of Magnus enjoying himself with Jude and all the other dogs and she talked about the transformation that he's had from having the walks with her um, and you know what his personality is like or it was just this lovely article all about Magnus so it wasn't like it was really Sally or Jude was saying I'm a brilliant dog walker by my you know by my packages she was talking about this lovely story about this lovely little dog who she'd really helped and how he'd overcome um, you know some of the issues that he was facing and it was just an absolutely brilliant story and that was in a community magazine it was just fantastic so it's a really great way for Jude to you know build a relationship with the people who might be interested in booking her products or services um, and also just to kind of give a little paint a bit of a picture of what it's like for the dogs when they go out on walks with Jude um, so she did a brilliant job with that and all she did was do some research and go and find some places to pitch to she found this particular community magazine and they've written this wonderful wonderful article about what she does and this little dog who who she's helped and it was just fantastic publicity for her so as i was saying at the beginning of this podcast you might think oh my gosh it'd be so brilliant to get in the telegraph or into your dog or whatever but actually jude's story about magnus and his lovely walks i think that would be that will be far far more beneficial for her for getting people booking in for dog walks with her and other um, other services that she provides than being in the telegraph or being on the bbc or, or anything that Magnus story was just brilliant. Um, so that's another idea for you to have a look at community magazines. Um, and by that, I also mean they don't all, they, they can be about like lots of different topics as well. So where I live, I live in Newcastle now. Sorry, I talk about Cheshire, but I do actually live in Newcastle, but I lived in Cheshire for many years. So that's why I still talk about that. But there's a magazine up here called Cheers and it's a magazine for pubs. Um, but quite often pubs and dogs go hand in hand don't they so let's say for example you run like a dog friendly cafe if you you could if you obviously if you um serve any kind of any kind of drink in there as well um you could feature in a magazine like cheers magazine um where they're talking about dogs and pubs so have a have a really good think about the magazines that are in your area um sometimes you know they don't just have to be for pets they don't just have to be for families they, they can be for they can be around all kinds of different topics but they may well be interested in what it is that you do so go and do have a do you know spend some time researching and then that will hopefully come up with help you come up with some ideas for the challenge as well so the next place where you can pitch stories about your local um, pet business if you are a service provider is your local radio station so um quite over the last few months, I've had lots of pet business owners who've been in my membership and who've done my publicity course appear on BBC radio stations across the country talking about loads of different things. Um, and, you know, every town and city in the UK has got its own radio station. It doesn't have to be the BBC who you pitch to. It could be a small radio station. It could be a, a hyper local radio station. Um, either way, they are always going to be looking for interesting people to talk about who are doing interesting things in their community or also to go on and um, give expert comments about different things as well. So, for example, one of the ladies in my membership community, Kerry Lawson, she works with anxious dogs and reactive dogs. So she runs a project called the Happy Dog Project. And when we were talking, um, there was a report came out a few weeks ago into separation anxiety and the rise in dogs having this in lockdown. And Kerry went and pitched to her local radio station and she did a piece on um, helping your dog overcome separation anxiety when you return to work. So lots of people over in Leeds who can potentially um, book Kerry to help with their dogs or, 
you know, sign up for her classes, of her online support as well, which she also offers, they can discover Kerry through local radio station coverage. Um, another example is Becky Baker from K9 Nation. So I'm recording this on the 1st of September um, and last weekend, bank holiday weekend um, over here in the UK last weekend, Becky had this brilliant campaign that she did called the Canine Cleanup. So what Becky did was she encouraged dog owners to go out and pick up litter in their local communities and what they did was to take part in the Canine Cleanup, they made a donation to the Dogs Trust and she would send out a Canine Cleanup pack. So in there were things like, you know, gloves to pick up the litter with, um, and also it came with like some lovely goodies for your dog as well. So there was like a Dogs Trust bandana um, and also a paw balm as well. So some nice stuff for the dogs. Anyway, Kay, um, Becky got some brilliant coverage for that on BBC Radio Leeds and a few other local radio stations as well. So again, they really wanted to champion somebody from their local area doing something great for the community. So if you've got an idea and you think it might lend itself well to radio, then that's another really good way to pitch um, another great place for you to pitch to the other thing that you can do as well if you go on the radio is if you go on there and you know you get on with the presenters and you get on their list then they will come to you in the future so if they're doing another um, if they're doing another show about cats or anything animal related they're always going to be looking for panellists and people to speak to and experts so um, you know that's a really great um, thing for you to be able to do there as well um, even you know going on and reviewing the newspapers people are always looking for interesting people to chat to so that's number three local radio number four is going to be community websites and hyper local websites so when if I, I always use the Warrington Guardian example um over in Cheshire because that's where I worked for many years um, as well as there being like the local newspaper which you can physically go out and buy in the shops there are also lots of hyperlocal news websites as well and community websites and even actually Facebook groups as well like if you are a let's say if you're a dog trainer and there's a community Facebook group and it's full of parents talking about you know how to get the children back to school a lot of them might have dogs you might want to actually go and be present in there as well that's a great way for you to reach people um but going back to the kind of publicity thing if we look at hyper local uh, websites we have um you know we're talking about things like you know in manchester there's loads of different websites called like i love manchester and manchester confidential um, manchester online um, inside Manchester, loads of different hyperlocal websites that talk about news that's going on in their area. So actually, if you go to Google and put in community websites or news websites, Manchester or or Leeds or wherever it is that you live, then you're going to come across hyperlocal websites as well that are going to be helpful for you and they're going to be places that you can potentially pitch to. So if there is a website and that's you know in your area and it gets shared loads on Facebook, um, that could be an idea for you as well. So one of my friends, Suzanne, she comes and does um, the interviews in my membership program. She works over in Cumbria. So over there, they've got new, big newspapers like the Westmoreland Gazette or the News and Star over in Carlisle. Um, but they've also got this brilliant hyperlocal um, website. And it's also a magazine as well called Cumbrian Crack. And oh my gosh, she was saying that their reach is just phenomenal. It's just one guy who runs it, but he runs it from his, you know, just runs it from his home. And whenever he puts a story out, it goes wild on Facebook. So actually, if you've got a story about Carlisle or Cumbria or his particular area, actually going to his website could mean that you reach more people than you might do if you went into, you know, one of the newspapers or on the radio because of the 
online reach as well, the social media reach. Um, so that's another thing to think about. And also, you know, these people that often run by, um, you know, like with the Cumbrian crack example, it's just one guy who's running it. So if you can give them a really good press release or a really well written pitch or story, they're going to be, you know, as long as they think it's going to be of interest to their audience and their readers and followers, then they're going to use it. You're doing, you know, you're helping them by doing a lot of the work for them. Um, and then you've also got that fantastic reach as well. And then the final one is bloggers. So if you are a service provider in a particular area and there's a pet blogger who has an amazing reach, then it's really worth um, contacting them and reaching out to them and building relationships with them. So um, I'm going to use an example here and it's not actually of a pet service provider as such, it's more a campaign group. Um, but there's a campaign called um, Paws are always welcome. It's a it's an organisation set up by a lady called Gabby. I wrote about her recently for a national newspaper, and her campaign is all about encouraging more landlords to be pet friendly. So Gabby is based in London. She has lots of London events where she does um, she'll fundraise and she does lots of events to raise awareness of Paws are always welcome. So it's called Paw House P A P W A W House. Um, if you want to go and have a look at look her up online, and I will link to. Um, her website in the show notes of this episode as well so because her events are largely in London it was really important for her when she was promoting her when she was trying to get publicity for the service that she provides to get publicity with a London blogger so she did a lot of work with a lady called Teresa from the dog vine because Teresa covers pet friendly events in London so you can see how it fits together can't you so while it's been brilliant for Gabby to get publicity in a national newspaper it's also been really helpful for her events and for raising her profile to work with a blogger. So if you're a service provider and you've got a blogger in your area who writes really exciting posts that has, and they have a large engaged audience, then it could be really, really helpful for you to connect with them as well. So just as a bit of another example, I've got a pet blog myself um, and I kind of, you know, I'll cover stories from all over the country. Um, but quite recently, I, in fact, it wasn't that recently, it was about a year ago now, but um, I went along to Dogwood Adventure Play when they were having a open day. And Katie, she runs Dogwood. It's a fantastic um, dog field for dogs to go and have adventures on. She does all kinds of brilliant classes. So she has scent ventures. She does all kinds of different things over at Dogwood. Um, and she had this open day where people could go and find out about Dogwood and what they can do there with the dog and how, you know, all the different things that go on there and different classes at Katie office and that kind of thing. Anyway, I went along to the open day, but I really wanted to find out about Hoopers. So Katie um, let me do a canine Hoopers, um, canine Hoopers class, just like a little preview of what it was like. And then I went and wrote about it on my dog blog. So actually, um, although I'm based, I'm based in the Northeast now, so I am a Northeast blogger, Katie's a Northeast business. She collaborated with me with the canine hoopers blog so if people are searching for canine hoopers in the northeast they're going to find the blog that i did with katie so although i'm not a newspaper i don't have a massive reach i don't have the reach that the new newcastle chronicle might have or the northern echo it's still really helpful for katie to have that content on my blog because it's helping people discover the products and um, the products and services that she offers 
So the hoopers classes she offers, so if you were looking for canine hoopers in the northeast, you probably come across that blog and you come across the article that I did with Katie. So consider bloggers, they're not as big as obviously the Mail or the, you know, the Manchester Evening News or BBC Radio or anything like that, but they've got a really targeted audience and you know that the people who are looking on their blogs are only looking because they want to find activities to do with their dog or they might want to find a solution to a problem that they're having with their dog. So if you're a northeast dog trainer um, and you work with reactive dogs, if you did something, you know, on my blog, for example, if people were Googling um, you know, reactive dog trainer or barking dogs northeast, then you might get discovered in that way. So think about bloggers as well, because if they've got a good engaged audience, then they can be really good for your visibility. Um, and, you know, we, we want to be showing up online as much as we can. And we've also got that nice backlink as well, um, which improves the authority of your website. So just to recap, there, I've given you five places if you're a pet service provider where you can get publicity for your business. So the first one is in your local paper. Second one's a local magazine. No matter what the topic of the magazine, you might be able to fit into it. The third one is your local radio. Fourth one is community websites and hyperlocal websites. And then the fifth one is local bloggers as well. So if there's a blogger in your area and there's something that you feel that you can work with them on, then definitely reach out to them, get in touch and see if you can work together. So I really hope you found that helpful. If you're taking part in the challenge, then, or if you'd like to take part in the challenge, then I'm going to put the link to join in the show notes for this episode. So if you're listening on an app, all you'll need to do is just swipe up and it will take you to um, an information page with everything I've talked about in this episode and also where you can sign up. If you've already signed up for the challenge, I'm really looking forward to seeing you there. So I hope I've given you a few ideas. If you haven't already signed up for the challenge and you do want to find out more about what it's all about, if you listen to last week's episode, I will it, it explains everything about what happens in the challenge and what you need to take part. So I will also link to that in the show notes as well. And I will look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for listening to the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast. For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.